There it is. There we go. Okay, I'll get it started. Well, God bless you. This is the God Family and Country Radio Show Plus, and I'm Pastor Kurt, and in studio with me is Pat Coyle, uh, great theologian. Oh, I yeah. like the well, way I pump you up. Great theologian. Uh, to be able to, to, you know, just sort of talk about right. things that we, we do on the show here with the Plus Show uh, for the podcast, because, you know, a lot of people are watching the radio show, or excuse me, listening to the radio show. We put that on the podcast. And so yesterday we were talking about Satan, but you know, you'd think in two hours you could pretty much cover the subject. And there's so much um, that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Uh, we take the plus show opportunity and, and sort of take it to uh, a, 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 a expand little higher level, little, expand yeah. it out a little bit. Yeah. So um, I do the show every week with, uh, with uh, Lance Hoppus and uh, that the radio show is doing great. We take that to the podcast, but when it comes to the plus show, I've got uh, got my buddy Pat Pat Coyle here, and we're we're just praying that you'll be able to like it and share it uh, w- with others, and let them know about the God Family Country Radio Show Plus Show. So, Pat, we were talking about yesterday uh, Satan, his origin, where he comes from, uh, what what took place with him with the fall. Right. Uh, we we uh, we what was really interesting, and of course. You know, you and I've known this for years as we've been doing the study. Is this sort of mirroring what happened in heaven is the same thing that's going to end up happening here on earth, right. uh, in, in in many different ways. Uh, Satan was a cherub angel. He was an angel by which, by the way, goes by uh, many names here that we we have for him throughout throughout Scripture. Um, but um, this cherub angel. Uh, was always in the holies of uh, the holy of holies, and so he was a, an extremely good-looking angel. Apparently, compared to the other angels, uh, he had a lot of pride in him, himself. Ultimately, he claims to be like God uh, in in the temple and is kicked out of heaven. Uh, the other interesting thing, and we pulled all of this, a lot of this from uh, Ezekiel, the twenty-eighth chapter. There is a Mount Zion in heaven. There is also an uh, uh, there is a Garden of Eden uh, that is in heaven, or it is known as the Garden of God. Um, but we have a very similar, a, a very similar uh, aspect that takes place here on Earth uh, with the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve. Of course, Satan comes on the scene in Genesis the third chapter, and it is really remarkable uh, to see how what happened so many, we don't know how long ago it was. There's no record of saying when Satan was kicked out of, of heaven. Um, but we know that he appeared in Genesis 3, so it could have been just after the creation of man, um, or it could have been before. Uh, really, really, we don't have any data one way or the other to be able to look at. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that uh, everything that was done in heaven is now being done here on earth. We know that Satan will have the Antichrist that will go into uh, to make desolate the, the the temple, the third temple, when it is built and claim to be God there. And um, uh, the same process is going to be taking place, but it's being played out here on earth. And so we started talking about that we started talking about Pat about 
things that God hates. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he hates evil. Right. And, uh, and he hates sin. Um, I talked a little bit about how God says that, that, um, you know, we hear, we hear the slogan sometimes that, um, God loves the sinner, but hates the sin. Well, he throws the sinner in hell, though. Yeah, but it's the sinner that goes to hell. That's exactly right. So anyways, that's kind of where we were. And so I'm just tossing the ball to you. Well, you know, it's an interesting study. In in fact, the the word Satan basically means Hebrew for adversary or or its Hebrew roots. what I find a couple of interesting things. The only place in which a name is actually assigned is Lucifer or yes. son of the morning. Uh, right. And we, that's also where it's also known as the day star, the day star. And uh, uh, once that's over with, he is an adversary. He is a devil. He is uh Satan. Uh, he it's, it's amazing how unless we are rightly related to God. We lose all identity. Yeah, we completely lose our Isn't identity. It, think of the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus yeah. had his name. Yes. Well, all we know is he's just the rich man. Yeah. Clearly, the rich man had a name in, on. In some scriptures, it's known as Dives, but yeah. it's the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, once Satan had basically decided for himself that mm-hmm. he would go he was going to be like the most high he was going to on a mountain for himself uh, it's interesting that he had top priority had had position he said i walked among the fire. you walked among the fiery stones of the mount yeah. of god he had a very unique close place uh close to god and that was by design I, you know, and I, I was just thinking about it, but I was thinking about it more or less after the show because, again, you know, there's very little written in the Bible about Satan, his adversaries, the demons. Right. Um, there's very little about the origins. And again, pulling it from Ezekiel uh, 28, um, uh, we were able to get some information there. You pull some information, obviously, from uh, early in Genesis. Right. Uh, a little bit in Revelation. Right. But, but it's so sprinkled. Well, it's take really, Job as well as two. You know, absolutely. Uh, Job. If you look at, uh, you know, as Satan, you know, we we're, we're introduced to a character who, uh, where have you come from? Roaming the world. Uh, you Ro- know, what have roaming you, to and roaming fro. to and fro in the earth, and we're uh, we're we're seeing uh, we're seeing now. I've heard things on both sides of that, so, but really to kind of focus on. One thing that we should consider is the fact that he is given pre- prominence in the in his role as an adversary. Right, uh, should be enough for us to say, "Listen, know your enemy." And, and, and you know that's the whole reason why yeah. we even we yeah. even did this because you know we've been talking a lot about the about the attributes of God. We've been talking about you know the greatness of God, the holiness of God. The but. But we have to know our adversary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's correct. And so many people uh, don't really realize the wiles, uh, the, the scriptures talk, right. the wiles of the devil. He is uh, clearly very crafty. He's been at this a very long time. He's observed him. He knows scripture far better than we ever would. We're limited by our our, our biology, in right. many cases, our memory, our, you know, our context, but we do have the Holy Spirit living within us. It's interesting is that 
we are never asked to fight the devil. We're never asked to do things against the devil. We're told to resist the devil. And if we resist the devil, Scripture says, he will flee. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are also, Peter warns us, that the devil's out there roaming like a lion to see whom he may devour. That's correct. And so, obviously... Satan will present himself in a variety of different forms. He needs, you know, one uh, one ways that he does is through uh, false apostles, false teachers, false. He said, if uh, if uh, if he is the father of lies, he empowers his workers, his right. family, uh, with the same power that he enjoys, or I should say, uh, lies. Sure. One of the things we know, though, is that uh, to a believer. When I say believer, I'm mm-hmm. talking about one that uh, possesses the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, uh, it is impossible for Satan to touch you. It's impossible for him to come after you without, well, without, without permission. That's that's exactly correct. In other words, uh, the Spirit, you know, greater is He who is in you than He who is in the world. Absolutely. And Satan, you know, it, there's an interesting passage when I kind of looked up just uh, the devil, you know. Uh, if you just do a word search, and I was looking in the New King James words, doing a number of uh, a number just in the new, you know, he Satan is called. Call, he said, "All these kingdoms I have, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give it to you." When we were talking about the devil's first, that's actually in the New Testament where we're first introduced to. Yeah, well, he's he's talking. To, he's talking. To, he's tempting Jesus right. in, the, in the wilderness. Yeah. But you know. We're actually, as the New Testament begins, we see the works of the devil with Herod yes. and the infants. Yes, uh, we see uh, basically uh, Rome coming in, you know, establishing itself, mm-hmm. uh, setting up all of these things. Are you know, I don't want to give the devil more power than he uh, than he enjoys, or any more ground than what he already covers. Right. It seems like because of we see all of the effects of wickedness mm-hmm. all around us, because we have two problems. We have both, uh, we have Satan mm-hmm. creating problems, but we also have that still have an internal nature of sin. Well, that's true. Uh, Paul said that the old man dies hard. It, and, yeah. And, it, and we, we work. That old man is dying more and more, and as, we have as to our, carry go through yeah, our, that sanctification. That, that's exactly right. But, but we also need to understand that Satan is not omnipresent. No, no. So he, just like he says in Job, when he was when he went to speak with God, Satan spoke with him, and he says, "I've been running to and fro." Yeah, and you know, it is God that gives him permission to go to Job. Right. Exactly. Uh, and um, uh, it happens again. You know, uh, listen, listen to what Jesus was saying to Peter. And he says, Simon, Simon, he, Satan would sift you like wheat. You know, he has asked for you. He has asked for you right. and would sift you like wheat. That's the way the scripture goes. And um, the, the point here I was saying is, is that Satan has to ask permission to do anything to a believer. So for the, for the most part, a believer is, uh, safe one that's grounded in the Word of God, the one that is is, is he's protected by God. You're protected by God's Word by the power and authority of who God is. Uh, you have all of those things. Now, one of the things that we didn't really spend much time talking about, and it's not off subject, but it's the idea of demons. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Now, demons followed. These are fallen angels that followed Satan uh, out, of, out of heaven here to earth. There are multitudes of them, myriads of them that we see all over the place. Now, one of the things you can do is when you are slipping up in one way or another, uh, or you have in, said something that invited one of these demons in, they can cause trouble for you. They can't take your life, any of those things, but they can. You, you invite them in by the things that you say. And so, um, again, there's, there's those issues, but most, for the most part, you have that protection, and that is good for the believer to know and to understand. But when we're talking about where Satan came from and what it is that Satan is doing here on earth, it's not hard to see that he's running rampant right now with the demons as well to cause as much havoc as possible as they know that they're drawing near to the end. They know that when their time, they they do know when Jesus will return. If you remember when Jesus uh was going to uh, to a man that was demonized in the hills up in the up in the in, in the cemeteries that used to hang up. They tried to bound him in chains, and you know he could break out of the chains. and And so the 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 demon inside this man is now speaking to Jesus as Jesus is walking up to him, and he says, he says, Jesus of Nazareth, what do we have to do with you? And Jesus is asking his name, of which he is saying, you know, we are many, we yeah. are legions. Not right? just one of us. Not just one of us. There are, there are you know, many of them uh, in us. And, um, and he, the next thing the demon says back to Jesus is, is that, have you come before your appointed time? Right. And they were worried about, please don't send us to the abyss. That's, that's exactly what they were saying. They were, yep. they were worried that, hey, are, why are you, know, basically they're saying, why are you here before your appointed time? which tells us the demons know when Jesus is going to be returning. Well, they will have a pretty good idea. They knew Jesus was coming. Uh, they know the scriptures too. Yes, they very well. And, uh, and so they know what they're up against. Uh, do they have? No, the Bible's clear. It says no man knows the day or the hour of his return. But the signs of his coming are going to be evident for everyone, right. most especially for them because they are— they don't realize it, but they are operating exactly what God has destined them to operate. Of course. They are on a trajectory that they cannot change either. Now, you know, it's so it's great. I'm really thankful you said that because in a certain sense, they are chosen and elected to be who they are. Yeah. In fact, if you look at it another way, there are only two families on this planet. There's the family of God, yeah, and there's the family of the devil. In the garden, we're told, you know, your seed and her seed, mm-hmm. and that has never changed. It never has. And uh, as people, as people multiply on the face of the earth, mm-hmm. both families grow, yes, but not necessarily to the same extent. There is, the Bible clearly says that. It is a relatively small group of individuals that God has chosen for himself Yes, compared to the vast majority that are literally under the sway of the evil one. Right. And quite frankly, we, uh, 
those are the tares that are sown by the devil sure. in the parable. Uh, they grow amongst us. They grow amongst the wheat. Uh, they. What's interesting is when the angels in the, in the parable uh, are said, "You want us to pull them out." Mm-hmm. Jesus says, "No, lest you hurt the wheat." Right. So they, the the children of evil, still serve a purpose and a function of God Absolutely. for the benefit of the believer. Everything that I see in the Scripture. Uh, that in Romans 8, 28 clearly says all things are working together Together. Mm -hmm. for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. In essence, God is building a bride for his son, a kingdom for a time yet to come. Yes. And all the Satan from the very beginning, had God knew the purpose Satan was going to uh, work, Mm when he walked on that mountain and he enjoyed that relationship with God That's right. before sin was found in him. Yeah. You know what you were referring to, um, you know, when, when I think we always have to clarify and you did a good job of talking about it. Uh, yeah, we have to clarify when we, when we say something that, you know, there's a, a, a remnant that's going to belong to Christ. We have to explain where that comes from, right. where where we get that from. And you were pulling that from the parable. Yeah, uh, and, well, there's a couple of places. There's Jesus. a couple at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, right? Right. Uh, uh, Jesus uh, says in the seventh chapter, he says, broad is the way, and many there will be that leads to destruction. Yeah, narrows the gate, few find it. And few find it. The word many that's in the broad way in Hebrew means most. Uh, most of the earth is going to go that way. Uh, Narrow is the path, and few. The word "few" in Hebrew is to um, is respective of a remnant, mm-hmm. and so it's a very small number. So that that's not something that Pat and I are just throwing around. That's 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 what the Word of God actually says. Right. And you know, for you and I, as as believers, as pastors, we 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 desire to uh, we we desire to to hope that that was not true, but we know that every word in our Bible is true. And so um, we, we, we talk about those things. I mean, in our hearts, our desire is that all would see the kingdom of heaven, that, that would have that. But even though our hearts are there for that, we also understand that that is not truthful in well, what God, the, the in word, what God gives God us. God has told us, you know, that he desires all men to be saved. But the reality is this. He knows by his own word is not all men will be saved. He That's said, right. Uh, men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds are evil. Right. Probably the most effective tool that Satan has been able to perpetrate on all mankind from the very beginning is this 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 quiet uh, settling into the idea that, you know, I may be bad, but I'm not that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got my faults. We're all human. Right. And... And when God sees all the things that I've had to struggle with and what I've done, and I've really done the best I could, God's going to take all that into account, and he'll make a place for me. Yep. Maybe not in the top slot, but I'll be there. Yeah. And the Bible clearly says when the books are open, each man will be judged according to his works. Mm-hmm. And many of those people who believe that God was somehow, I, I wasn't as bad as that, that, you know, I was, you know, going, you know, I, yeah. I've, I've done good things. God sees everything that you yeah. do, good and bad. There's going to be uh, 
there's what we would consider good here on earth. There's going to be a lot of good people in hell. Oh, well, Jesus says, if you're going to use good as a template, yeah. then we have to establish uh, what good is. What and good Jesus is. says, no one is good but God. So if you're wanting to go there, in fact, uh, Jesus ends the, uh, I believe it's uh, 548 in Matthew, mm-hmm. where he says, you are to be perfect as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. When you start looking at that sermon and you you look at what Jesus is talking about, and he says, if you know, talking about sin and what what it really is, and he he pretty much widens it out so that nobody in his audience walks away thinking, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, he pretty much narrows it down to where, with God, you know, with well, with man, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's it's uh, it's difficult, and and if you think if you think you're going to be perfect. In anything, you, you've got other issues to talk about, but um, none of us are per- perfect. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, all of us, uh, in in order for us to be in the kingdom of heaven, requires uh, not our work, but the work of Christ, the atoning work of Christ. It's the only way you can see the kingdom of heaven. And and I know when I say that, uh, some people will say, well, well, what about the Muslims or what about the uh, Latter Day Saints. What about the Mormons? What about you know all these different groups? And the fact of the matter is, is um, is they unless there is a change in their heart, um, unless they are going to uh, truly understand who Jesus is, and are going to accept Him as God, uh, that is the only way that you're going to see the kingdom of heaven, and that can only come through the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, there's all Satan, as we know, is a great counterfeiter. Right. And changes of hearts can occur without God or with God. Yep. Uh, Many people uh, uh, break horrible habits that's destroyed their lives, yet are no closer to the kingdom they were than when they were in the middle of them. Right. Uh, uh, There are many religions that offer a very strict, austere uh, way of life that very few of us could even match. Uh, you well, you know, can't exactly you and uh, many religions, uh, especially ones that put Christ in a different spot than he belongs, uh, give but, rules that but, but uh, isn't that a form of blasphemy? Well, you know, here's the interesting thing. You know, we have a here something here that Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. And so it's no strange thing that his servants will disguise themselves as servants of righteousness as well. And so that happens both inside the church. So, you know, it doesn't really matter which, whether you fall off the right side, the ditch on the right or the ditch on the left. That's right. Uh, as long as you were going to fall off, he could care less what path you choose to take. Right. And so uh, Satan has an entire system. Uh, of religions, mm-hmm. and some of them have, you know, some of them meet in big boxes with crosses on them. They talk about a Jesus, but Second Corinthians reminds us there's a different Jesus. In Galatians, he said, "Hey, somebody comes in and talks about another Jesus, another spirit, another power. You guys are all down with that." Yeah, right. And and you know, in Ephesians six chapter tells us to be strong in the Lord, but he also says one of the ways that we're strong in the Lord is when we put on the armor That's of right. God so yeah. that we don't fall under the, you know, so that we're not subject 
to the wiles of Satan in that respect. So there's there's there is something that Satan is not one thing that's very clear. And another interesting time is when Satan is pulled out of the picture and all his minions have been segregated mm -hmm. and mankind is left, and you talked a little bit about the millennium period. Yeah. There's still the there's still the inward nature of sin. That's right. That's still reacting on this, not as virulent, clearly. Yeah, and it, bring, it brings up something that I, 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 people kind of look at me strange when I, we, we as a people, yeah, and this will happen in the millennium. Mm -hmm. We, we do things in our lives that make Satan blush. It, it, in other words, we'll blame, we'll blame something on Satan that we, that we have done. And he looks at us and he, he says, there's no way I would have, you know, done anything like that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of going outside the box on this, but what I, what I'm really trying to say is, is that human nature on its own accord, uh, because of the sin nature that, mm -hmm. that we have it is capable of horrific, horrificness oh, in, yeah. in, in, in our lives that does not require the work of Satan and does not require the work of demons. You know, um, I'm 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 in Ephesians chapter six, mm -hmm. and that's talking a lot about obviously the 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 armor of God, what we can do to withstand. In as it says, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and mm -hmm. having done all to stand, to stand. Uh, but before that, in verse twelve, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, right? but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. And so the, the system that Satan has put together that with a quite a number of, with help, right. some knowingly and some not, uh, creates uh, literally a battlefield that we walk into every day that mm -hmm. requires an armor in order to withstand in the day. Well, look at uh, every everything that Satan was throwing at Jesus in the wilderness. Right. What was it that Jesus did? Everything he did was quoting scripture back at him. Correct. Right? Which ultimately made Satan flee. Um, but my my point here is is that uh, we should have a good, strong, general knowledge of the scriptures. Yeah. And again, I know, look, there's a lot of people out there that say, you know, I don't have time for that. I'm busy. I've got, you need to know this. Well, you that's one to... of the wiles of the devil. <laughs> of course. You only get to every human being, whether uh, has always had 24 hours in a day, whether you were rich, whether you were poor, whether you were uh, uh, high brow or low, every, the sun rose on everyone and it descended on everyone. Yep. And what we choose to do with those hours constitutes our idea of worship. What was important to us, we did that day. Yes. Uh, and so, and all of those days get written in a book. Yes. <laughs> and so there will be no, uh, there won't be any poor memories on that day. And again, our goal is to be able to, to let people know there are things that we should take seriously, but not not in a fearful way. You know, we're never taught to fear the devil. Right. We are taught to basically withstand mm -hmm. and he will flee. 
but he doesn't want, you know, Paul didn't want us ignorant. He, that's why he said no, here, we will we, not I, have you ignorant about this one thing. Exactly. Right? And he, and he says, there's there, we are going to come And Now, one of the things that I find great is that God has said, I, you know, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And for 2000 years, he has been doing that. Mm -hmm. And we have both, uh, we have, obviously we have the scriptures, but we also have, uh, what's even more interesting is the history of the church, both in its glory and its, in its, in its poverty, if you will. Right. Uh, that we can look at it, and God has allowed the holy men and the heretics to to live side by side, and He allows says, you know, by their works you're going to know them. And so, one of the ways we can resource ourselves is to look back and said, how has history played itself? How has Satan worked in these areas? Right. How has all this come to pass? How often have people put on that armor? That's exactly right. How necessary it is. Yeah. One of the things that we know Satan is going to do is Satan is going to be the accuser of Christians before yep. God. Uh -huh. uh, Revelation 12 and 10 simply says this, I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power of the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of the brothers have been thrown down who accused them day and night before our God. Mm-hmm. Satan's defeat, I guarantee you, is sure. It will happen. But his accusations haven't ceased. And for, for us, look, all of us, Pat, you know it, I know it. We, we fall short of the glory of God right. every single day. Um, but it is so important, as Paul tells us in Romans in the 12th chapter, that we are renewing our minds daily. You do that by listening to the show uh, listening to the podcast, you get a you get uh, a, a better right, uh, maybe a maybe an inkling. Uh, maybe I ought to go back and check that. You know, I got something here that you know I can kind of go back and look at the scriptures myself on. Those things are really really important because you must have the armor of God on. And the armor of God is the Word of God, mm -hmm. making sure that it is it is if it's not in your hand, it's in your mind, right? And making sure that. Um, you're using it as a form of protection. And one of the things I always do, uh, Pat, or at least I try to do all the time, is to ask God that uh, pray pray for his supernatural protection over us, asking God's blessings that he would be over us and that 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 his angels would be in front of us, behind us, protecting our going and coming. Why? Because there is an accuser out there. Yes. Uh, there is a there is a tempter that is out there that wants desperately to destroy us, yes. but he knows that he can't unless, of course, he has the permission from God. You go back and read the first chapter of Job, um, you'll get you'll get a real sense uh, of exactly what Pat and I are talking yeah. about. And you know, uh, Paul told Timothy twice, mm. uh, one in his first and his second letter, he used the word "the snare of the devil." Right. Uh, the devil has traps embedded in the world all around us in a variety of different forms. And Timothy was to be aware of these traps, to take precaution, and to warn other people that these traps exist, and a shepherd guides a flock around these traps. 
Uh, he exposes those traps, and he says when he sees them in operation, both mm -hmm. inside the church and outside the church, they take action. Right. Uh, because, again, Satan has a variety of methods that we do. And one of the things, uh, I, I, I don't worry about the devil. I don't, you know, God's got the devil exactly where he wants him. Of course. And he's doing his will, whether he likes it or not. In fact, that probably just irks him is with every twist and turn, he's ending up doing exactly yeah. what God has, he's no boxed matter, him in. No matter how much he tries to flee from it, he can't get away from it. It's checkmate. And it's just the matter of the time until they finally pulled the falling pawns off the table. And you know that's really the great final point yeah. of the of what we're doing. It is checkmate, and uh, and we need to have that down deep in our souls and know that. And our desire is is to be able to share that with you. Right. Uh, um, I want to encourage you to please uh, take this podcast, share it with others, uh, like it, please, because that'll help us start to grow uh, as we're going on Spotify and all of the different networks of where you are receiving your podcast from. And uh, and tell you, tell your friends and family about the God Family and Country Radio Show. It is, it is really something, not only for the show that we do, radio show that goes over the air, but as well as in the podcast, but what we're doing with the Plus Show, because we're sort of putting like a, a kind of a final seal um, mm -hmm. on, on what we talked about. And this is a great opportunity to do that. Uh, you want to close us in prayer? Oh, yes. Gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you for the people that you've provided for us that want to understand your word and your ways of doing things, Father. We ask that you answer their prayer and bless them with your spirit. Help them to create a desire and a thirst for your word and a desire to follow you closely, Father. And we do thank you that you hear our prayer and through the power of Christ's name, you answer them. In Jesus' name we ask, and in Jesus' name we expect. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for that, Pat. God Family and Country Radio Show Plus, Pastor Kurt, Pat Coyle, God bless you. God willing, we'll be back with you next All week. Right. That's a wrap. Okay. okay. I'll talk to you guys next it. week. Send me that All email, right. Pastor Kurt. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. Uh, that we're going to do it the Friday for the sixth. So right. I'll I'll okay. just that's just a reminder. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You have a good God weekend. bless you. All right. All righty. You too. Uh -huh. Bye. Okay. Well, great. Great getting out just in time. What time is it? It is ten fifty. Ten fifty. Okay. So.